This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hello and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm Veronica Grant, your host and a love and life coach. And my only goal with this podcast is to inspire you to believe in yourself and that real love is possible for you, even in our swipe right, swipe left world. You with me? Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 112. So I just had a crazy past couple of weeks. So I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show yet, but I joined a high level women's leadership and business mastermind. And it's a year long or almost a year long program. And so there's lots of coaching and group work and connecting with other women entrepreneurs. And I'm going to have some of them on the show. So I can't wait to introduce them to you because they are amazing. Um, But also through the year, we have two week long retreats. One was in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and then we have one in Bali in September. So super excited for that one. Never been to Bali. I've always wanted to go. Um, But last week was the week long retreat in Santa Fe. And it was just amazing. It was not one of those business retreats where you're sitting around a boardroom and just like hashing out launch plans and marketing and like bottom line and all that kind of stuff. It was actually incredibly, an incredibly spiritual process, a lot of emotional release, a lot of circling, a lot of healing core wounds, um, just a lot of juicy, juicy yumminess. Also a little bit of public speaking practice too, which I super loved. And I didn't know that I was actually good at public speaking until we had this workshop or maybe not that I was good at it, but that actually it was doable for me because I always thought of myself as someone who was kind of sucky at public speaking. Um, So I can't wait to share over the next couple of months just everything that's transforming for me personally and how it's going to show up in the business. Um, And by the business, I mean my business. Um, 
And I really think it's going to be a way to serve you in, yes, in finding love, but in also in your life. You know, one thing I've become really committed to over the past few months or so is to not talk to you as if you were just someone who lives to date and someone who's living to find love. And yes, that might be a big priority for you. It might be a goal, something you want to accomplish, but it's not who you are. I see you as a full 3D dimensional human being with lots of different emotions, lots of different interests, and lots of areas in your life that you want to grow and to improve and to heal. And just like any woman who might be in a relationship and she focuses on other things in her life doesn't mean that you can't have that same thing as well. And so I'm super committed to that. And um, I just can't wait to share some of that over the next little bit here. Before we get started with today's topic, which is one realization that I had during my week-long retreat, I just want to take a moment that if you haven't been able to leave a review on this podcast yet, I would be so grateful if you just took literally three seconds to leave a rating. All you have to do is scroll down on your podcast app now with the new iTunes update and tap the stars. Um, hopefully five stars if you're listening to the show, if you've been a regular listener. And if you have an extra 30 seconds to leave a quick review and just a couple of words would be so helpful for me. I would so, so appreciate it. Um, It really helps to get this show into the earbuds of more women like you who, yes, are looking for love, but also just really want to grow as a human in their life. And hopefully that will also impact their dating and relationships. So I appreciate that so, so much in advance. Okay, so like I said, today's topic is it's it's one of those topics where you're kind of like, duh, once you hear it. But then I realized that I don't know if it's ever really been said in the way that I'm about to say it today. And I think sometimes we miss it. So, you know, I've been talking a lot on the show about being more feminine. And I hear a lot from clients and friends about being more feminine and like how being masculine is really easy. And that's more of like the comfort zone and being feminine is the part that feels really hard and scary because it involves releasing control and flow and creativity and vulnerability. And people are just like, I don't know how to to deal with that. And yes, it's still important to, I think, to have a balance of masculine and feminine. And usually for a lot of us, that means you might have to focus a little bit more on the feminine and embracing that into into your life. Um, But I want to talk actually about the masculine energy in today's podcast, because I think that it kind of gets overlooked. And I think it also has a little bit of a bad reputation. And so what I'm going to call this kind of masculinity is sacred masculinity, sacred masculine energy. And it's just masculine energy, but I'm just going to call it sacred just so that we can have just maybe a different way that we view it and a different connotation around it. And here's why it seems counterintuitive to be focusing on your sacred masculine. And that's because, well, we live in a world where the masculine is just on overdrive. Um, but like I said before, just now, masculine energy, I think, has gotten a really bad reputation. You know, you can look at the news on any given day and see massive examples of corrupt power and greed and abuse and control and violence and aggression. Uh, so there's certainly those types of masculinity that we see all day long, probably in our lives, at the office, but definitely on the news and I think just in general. And we also live in a society that is incredibly success oriented and our society values things like goals, logic, 
working a bazillion hours a week, the hustle, and those aren't necessarily like the shadow sides of the masculine, but we live in a world that's certainly more deranged to, or to favor that side of um, the energy scale rather than the more feminine types of energy, which is flow, creativity, emotion, intuition, those types of qualities are going to be more of the feminine. So, but thinking about how masculine energy shows up in our life, in our society, it's really easy to think, okay, masculinity is bad, femininity is good. But, and I alluded this to, just, to this just now, what we're seeing in our world today is mostly masculine energy's shadow side, okay? So feminine energy has a shadow side too. Everything has a shadow side. I think all of our strengths and our qualities have shadow sides. For example, one of my strengths, according to the Strength Finders test, is futuristic. I'm really good at helping people see a goal or, or something they want to accomplish in the future, and then kind of working backwards and breaking it down and creating a plan to make it happen from A to B. Um, and I think that makes me a really great coach and someone to, to work with. And I think it's just something that I bring to my coaching that my clients really enjoy. However, the shadow side of that is that sometimes I can hang out too much in the future and just think about all the things that I'm doing in the future, my dream house, my dream, whatever, um, and not really focus on what's going on for me here and now in the present day. So that was just an example, but going back to feminine masculine energy, both have shadow sides. And I think what I'm talking about when we, especially when we see masculine energy on the news with the aggression, the control, the greed, the abuse, all that kind of stuff, that is all of masculine energy's shadow side. So the way it might be showing up in you personally is maybe you want, or a part of you wants certainty when you meet someone, certainty that they're interested in a long-term relationship, either with you or just in general, or you just want to control all the things so you don't actually ever have to be vulnerable again, because you want that certainty that he's interested in you and that you won't get hurt. So you've got this masculine energy of control and certainty. And the same time, you're trying to also be feminine because maybe that's what you heard me talk about in my podcast or another dating advice show or something like that. And so, and maybe you're not really sure what being femininity or what being feminine means to you. And so you're just trying on some things, maybe literally trying on a dress when you don't really wear dresses or lipstick when you kind of feel weird or awkward putting on a lip, putting on lipstick, or you're trying to be vulnerable while also trying to hold on to control of the situation or the relationship that you're in. So when you're trying to do all these feminine things, when you've got like this desire for certainty and control going on, it can feel really forced trying to try on this feminine energy. And it might not feel like you and it might even feel like a little awkward, like maybe lipstick just is not your thing. Plus being feminine goes a lot deeper than that. But just, you know, for the example, I kind of see it as trying to decorate a house beautifully and like having amazing decor, but there's no strong foundation. It's all just for show and it's going to crumble with the smallest amount of disruption. So let's just be clear. Being feminine doesn't mean wearing makeup, dressing a certain way, or not asking him out. I think the only way that you're only, that you're going to be able to discover what being feminine means to you is when you have a strong, sacred structure for that feminine energy to express to play and explore and to get curious in. Because again, that's ultimately what feminine energy is about. You can't try to 
analyze or plan out your feminine energy or logically think about it. Because again, that's more masculine. So that's like super counterintuitive. And it's really hard to be in your feminine energy with that. So masculinity and masculine energy in its true form serves and nourishes you, your relationships and the world. So masculine energy, when it's in its true form, not in its shadow form, has qualities like focus and security, determination, boundaries, and holding the space. So it's very structured and linear, but there's also like, there is a little bit of softness to it. It's not so sharp and jaggering as, I don't even know if that's a word, that we can see, that we see on the news or in society or in past relationships. So another way that masculine energy is harmful is if you outsource it to others in your life, particularly the men that you date. So, you know, however you're listening to this podcast, raise your hand if you have either consciously or subconsciously thought to yourself, I just need a man and then I will have my life figured out or I'll know where I'm, what I'm doing or I'll know what I'm he- where I'm heading. All throughout my 20s, I thought a man was my plan and a man is not your plan. And so I was outsourcing my masculine energy, that sense of security, that focus or that linear um, path that I was looking for in my life. I was totally outsourcing that to other people. And when you do that, not only does it make it really hard to be feminine without feeling like it's a little awkward or not really you, you're also really susceptible to narcissists controlling men and codependent relationships and just not healthy relationships because you literally need someone in order to feel that security and you're unable to provide that security for yourself. So, and, and, here's, and here's like the even more confusing part is I think there's a good chance you're probably doing a little bit of both. So tell me if this sounds familiar. On the one hand, you feel more confident when you think someone is interested in you. On the other hand, you also want to control everything. You want certainty. You want to know. You might say to him, like, I don't, it's not that I need you to like propose or to tell me that you want to marry me. I just want to know that if you see something serious potentially with me, or if you want something serious, just in general, I just need to know all of that. Um, And you feel confident because he does seem to be interested in you. But then somehow, you're trying to also be vulnerable and force your feminine energy when you're still trying to also control the situation to know what may or may not happen in the future. So no wonder why dating feels like a total shit show. Our masculine energy is all out of whack. And I think that the more that we can like, let's just forget feminine energy for the time being and really focus on the masculine and really creating that strong, sacred structure so that yes, then the feminine energy has a place to actually explore and dance and play. um, So that you can be in this place of feeling balanced and then also having this feminine energy to attract that masculine energy that you're looking for in your life. Um, Just a reminder, both men and women need masculine and feminine energy. So this is not about genders at all. Um, Whether or not this is a we're talking about a same sex or different sex relationship. Um, Both people need a a mix of 
like both individuals need a be, need a balance of feminine masculine energy, and then the relationship itself needs a feminine masculine energy. So sometimes, for example, my husband has been has had a hurt back, and so I've been doing a lot of the housework and taking care of him. And yes, there's part of like a feminine nurturing in that, but a lot of it is just like I got to get a lot of shit done. And so I've been playing the role more of the masculine in our relationship lately. Whereas he's been more of the feminine energy and just allowing himself to receive uh, my my care and the comfort that I'm providing him. So I just want to say that I know that's a little bit off topic, but I always like to say it in case I have any brand new listeners um, listening to this episode for the first time. And sometimes it can sound very um, gender normative, which can be triggering. Um, and I and I totally understand that. Um, this is not gender normative at all. It's simply just about balancing the feminine masculine energy and knowing that it's not about whether or not you're a man or a woman. Both sexes, genders need both. Um, and we live in a masculine deranged world. So for most of us, we have to really focus on bringing in space for the feminine. But I also am going to argue that we need to relook at how we're looking at our masculine energy. So what I want to end with the episode today with is three ways that I see women outsource their power, aka their masculine energy. And so when you own your own power, when you call back your power from whoever or whatever you gave it to, then you're really able to create a sacred space where your feminine energy can dance and explore. And you're also protecting yourself from codependent relationships or emotionally unavailable guys or just um, relationships that aren't going to serve you without putting your walls up. All right, so the first place that I see a lot of women outsource their power is being attached to their stories. So we create stories about all sorts of things in our life, not just in relationships, but about pretty much everything. I mean, humans are storytellers. It's natural. So it's natural that we tell ourselves stories. However, sometimes and most of the time, these stories are just not true. And often they're not even our stories. They're stories that we heard from the media, from mom, from dad, from friends, from whoever. So we create these stories and we've been told about, we've been told these stories and we create these beliefs around ourselves, around relationships, around men, or generally just the world um, in, in, in general. So a story you tell yourself can be anything from no one would ever want to be with me to I'm just too much, I'm too emotional, the city I live in sucks for dating, I have to go somewhere else. Um, men always cheat or they leave me. Um, men are always emotionally unavailable. There aren't any good guys out there. Online dating stresses me out. People always walk all over me. I always attract narcissists. Whatever your story is, it's something that's playing over in your head over and over again. And it's a belief that you formed probably from a long, long time ago. So it's sometimes even hard to see what's reality versus what's a story. And so this is why I so recommend getting support around this because, you know, and I always use this example. Um, when I was in, or actually about five years ago, I visited my sister, my little sister in Africa. She was in the Peace Corps. And um, the the villagers there she lived in a village and totally remote village. I mean, we took a 10 hour bus ride from Dar es Salaam and half the, the road was dirt. So, I mean, we're talking middle of nowhere. I'd never been somewhere that isolate, isolated before. Um, but it's easy to feel bad for 
the villagers because they don't have some of the modern conveniences that we have. And yes, there are plenty of issues around food and water in in that village. Um, However, what I'm more focused on is a lot of times people feel bad because they don't have electricity or because they don't have certain other things or like nicer phones or whatever it is. But when you live in that and when you're born in that world, like you can't even imagine, you don't even know what you don't have, or you don't know what you don't know. And just even like the concept of sliced bread is just like so far out, at least in this village, there was no bread. I even suggested to my sister, I was like, well, how about we buy them some food from the city and bring it down into the village? And they're like, they wouldn't, I was like, what about some bread? And she was like, they wouldn't know what to do with that. Um, so, and that's kind of what it is in this situation as, as well. Your, your beliefs have so become your reality, it's hard to see like what's actually else is out there and what else actually might be true. So a quick way to know if you have stories, or if you're giving your power away to stories is to think about what I call dating amnesia. So what would be different for you if you had amnesia and you literally had no recollection of any past relationships or any dates, anything your mom said to you, your dad said to you, anything you heard on TV or saw in a movie or whatever it is, what would be different? Or how would you be different? I should say, how would you show up differently on a date if you had this dating amnesia? All right, so that is way number one that I see women outsource their power, aka their own masculine energy, which is giving their power away to stories and ideas. Um, This is a thing. You can totally give your power away to a thing. It doesn't necessarily have to be a person. A second way that women give their power away is giving away their voice. This is so, so huge. So perhaps you don't speak up when you were wronged or when you see someone else misbehaving and wronging someone else. Perhaps you speak up for others, but you don't speak up for yourself. Perhaps you want to break up with someone or you want to tell someone that you're just not really that interested in them, but you let them... Um, convince you otherwise to, oh, give them another chance, or they're going to change, or they want all of this reason behind it. And you just want to be like, dude, I'm just not that interested. Um, Or you find yourself apologizing for people, or you're apologizing for yourself for taking up space. And what I mean by that is, you're always apologizing if you want to ask a question, if you want to just have any type of spotlight on you at all, or you're apologizing for someone else by well, you know, he hasn't been texting me as much, but like, you know, I know that he's busy and he has these kids and like, no, all of that is bullshit. I mean, I always say this to my clients, like that is never an excuse because if nothing else, he could text you a good morning text when he was taking a shit on the toilet. Like seriously, that's not an excuse. And it's just an example of you giving your power away. And this gets a little bit into people pleasing, I think, because we don't want to upset people or we want to be very pleasing or nice or likable. And I'm not going to talk about specifically how people pleasing will affect your relationships. If you know you're a people pleaser or that you attract a narcissist, please listen to episode 94, where I talk about the people pleaser narcissistic uh, trap. You can scroll down on your podcast player or go to veronicagrant.com forward slash episode 94. That link will also be in the show notes, so you can listen to that. I highly recommend it's one of my most downloaded episodes. Um, anyways, but when, so when you give away your voice, the reason why it really chips away at the sacred masculine energy is that it's really, 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 really hard 
for you to honor your own boundaries. Because in order to honor your boundaries, you've got to use your voice. You got to say what you want. You got to say what you don't want. You got to learn to say no. You got to learn to speak up because nobody else is going to protect your boundaries. And that's not really their job either. It's honestly, it's your job and it's no one else's job for you to protect your boundaries. People are going to do what they're going to do. And it's not because they're bad. It's just that's what people do, right? Like you're going to do what you're going to do. And it's other people's jobs to not let you intrude in on their boundaries. And it's your job to, to not let other people intrude on your boundaries. And you've got to use your voice. And think about it, like part of masculine energy is holding the space. So you're responsible for holding your own space. Um, one meditation that I sometimes send to my clients is like this bubble meditation of, of like, where is your aura? Where is Where does your bubble end? Like this is your personal space, like your physical space, but also your emotional, mental, energetic space. And so who's in that space? And who needs to be out of that space? And you have to do that by using your words. All right. So second reason or second way women give away their power, their masculine energy is by giving away their voice. And the third way you give away your power is by not ever really getting clear with what you need and what you want in a relationship. So like I just said, masculine energy is all about holding the space. And one of the best ways to hold your space is to deeply know what you want, what you don't want, how you want to feel, and how you don't want to feel. If you aren't clear on that, then your personal space, your your space that you're holding for yourself is going to feel really, really murky. Because you're like, I don't really know if I want that there. I mean, maybe, but I don't know. Or this thing, I don't know. And it makes it really hard to make dating decisions in terms of whether or not you're interested in someone or want to continue pursuing a relationship. It can make it feel like dating is just like throwing spaghetti against the wall um, just to see what sticks. And it just makes it really, really hard. And so once you know, like, and I'm not talking about perfect manless or what he studied or what degree he has or even what job he has or even who he voted for. I'm talking about when you know how you want to feel in your ideal relationship, and we're not even talking about the other person, you can hold that space for yourself. And then when someone comes into your life that completely contradicts that space that you've set up for yourself, you're either going to naturally just repel them because they're like, oh, I can't get what I need here. Like if it's someone who's more controlling, and you've got your own space and not open to be controlled, then someone who's really controlling, like, and has that kind of energy, like they're just not going to get what they need from you energetically, and they're just going to go. Um, they may not realize that on a conscious level, but that's just what's going to happen. So you're either going to naturally repel someone, or you're going to ha- go on a date and just feel totally gross and icky and be like, yeah, nothing's going to happen here. And you can just easily walk away because your red flag warning light is going off and you're not sitting here and it's like, well, maybe it's just me. Maybe I should give him a chance. He looks good on paper, but why don't I feel it? Or I don't know. I know that he's kind of like, I'm getting all these red flags, but he's also really sweet. I don't know what to do. But no, when you can hold the space for you, it's so much easier to keep that space clear of clean energy. So if you're not really sure of what you deeply want or need in a relationship, and I actually find that most women, when I ask them this, they're like, I don't actually know. Or, you know, I want someone to be kind and genuine and, you know, open minded. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's like bare minimum. But I'm talking about like, how do you want to actually feel in your ideal relationship? So if you're not sure on that, then I've just, I've got the thing just for you. 
So if you're listening to this episode today, I released this on March 22nd, 2018. Um, the day it came out, then you you still have time to sign up for my dating refresh, which is going to be all about getting crystal clear on what you want and need in your ideal relationship. And I'm actually going to walk you through the exact process I take my clients through. It's so juicy. People love it and have massive, massive ahas. Um, if you're listening to this episode a few days after, like over the weekend, never fear because I'm running an encore of the refresh next week on Tuesday and you can join us then. Um, if you're going to miss both of those days, then not to worry, still sign up because you can grab the recording. Um, but I do recommend coming live if you can, if you're listening to this episode on time so that you can go through the exercise live with me. And at the end of the call, I'm going to be opening up the line to do some free laser coaching with me. So So if you've ever wanted to ask me a question, get my two cents on something, get a taste of what coaching is like, then make sure you join us for the refresh. So the dating refresh is 100% free and I've been running them for about a year now and this topic is by far the most popular. So please make sure you join us. So the link to join us is veronicagrant.com forward slash dating refresh. All right, I will will hope to see all of you on the dating refresh and I will be here next week with a brand new episode. Talk to you then. Hey, Veronica here. And before you go, I have an important question for you. Do you know what you want? Like, do you really, really know what you want in your ideal relationship? And I'm not talking about a perfect man list. I'm talking about, do you know how you want your ideal relationship to look and feel like in your everyday life? Do you know how your relationship will fit into your desired lifestyle? And if you haven't asked yourself those questions, then there's a good chance that dating does feel exhausting and ineffective and like a crappy second job that's actually costing you money. So think of it this way. How would you go about it if you're going to buy a car? Would you show up at Ford one day and test drive a truck and then dodge the next day and test drive a minivan and then Volvo the next day and test drive a convertible? No way. That sounds crazy and it sounds ineffective and like a huge waste of time. But the truth is, that's how many women date and look for love. So when you're looking to buy a car, you might consider your needs. Like, do you have to schlep around a bunch of kids or do you live where there's lots of snow and ice and you need all-wheel drive? You have to consider your wants. Do you want to be able to put a bike rack on the back of your car or do you want an eco-friendly car? And then what stage of life are you in? Do you want this car to last forever and be your child's first car one day? Or are you at a point where you're not really taking around kids anymore and you want something fun like a convertible? There's no wrong answer here, but these are all really important questions that you ask yourself before you waste time going to every single dealership in town. But we don't do this when we look for a relationship until we end up wasting our time in the wrong relationships and going on a lot of dates that never needed to happen in the first place. So being super clear in a deep way of what you want in a relationship is going to save you so much time, energy, and emotional bandwidth when you're dating. So imagine being able to go on fewer but higher quality dates rather than more but low quality dates. And imagine being able to walk away from relationships or say no to dates confidently without second guessing yourself because you know that that person in that relationship isn't going to fit your lifestyle and what your needs and wants are. And imagine not obsessing with how he feels, but being able to take a step back and consider, hmm, 
do I even like this person? Is he going to be able to fulfill my needs and wants as he fit into my life? So continuing to shoot in the dark or have arbitrary standards will keep you feeling like dating is a chore and will continue to be exhausting and demoralizing. And it's not going to lead you to your ideal relationship. This is not how you find meaningful love. So let's stop the guessing game and let's stop shooting in the dark and let's do a dating refresh together. I'm going to help you get clearer than you've ever been before on what you want in your ideal relationship. And we're going to do that in the dating refresh. So get started by heading over to veronicagrant.com forward slash dating refresh. It's all smushed into one word. And as soon as you sign up, I'll give you a short and easy assignment that you can do that will instantly help you get the clarity you need so you can actually have the relationship you want. Then we're going to gather together for a live workshop where I'll give you my personal support so you can get super clear on what your ideal relationship looks and feels like. And not only are we going to do that, I'm going to walk you through some of the top red flags that I think you should look out for that a lot of other people don't really talk about. And we're going to use what you want in your ideal relationship. And I'm going to show you how to actually attract men with those qualities to you and into your life. And by the way, it's all free. So join me. The link to join is veronicagrant.com forward slash dating refresh. And I cannot wait to get you started. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. Find the show notes to this episode and all episodes at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. You can also grab bonus downloads and more resources to help you find love at veronicagrant.com. That's also the place you can learn more about my private love and relationship coaching and group coaching programs. And if you love this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you took a moment to leave a rating or review in iTunes. It helps me to build this amazing community and help more amazing women like yourself find real love. And until next time, remember remember this, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You aren't broken. You don't need to be fixed. And even if you've never had the relationship you want before, it doesn't mean you can't have it now. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.